This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. All right, today we're diving into protein, how much you should get each day, why you should eat that much, as well as how you can eat that much protein. So first of all, it's important to outline that the importance of protein is paramount to really understanding why you should be eating as much as you should be. So just to break it down to you on simple terms, every cell in your body contains protein. Protein is needed for cellular repair, as well as even the process of making new cells in your body, not to mention for the growth and development in kids, in pregnant adults, and really just in athletes, especially when it comes to recovery overall. So protein is the most thermogenic macronutrient. And when I say macronutrients, I'm basically talking about, you know, the macros, quote unquote, you've probably heard macros. Um, And macros are protein, carbs, and fats. And alcohol is it's technically a macronutrient, but it doesn't really provide any nutrients unless you consider getting blitzed or feeling warm and fuzzy as an essential part of your life. Um, and don't worry, <laughs> I'll be sure to talk about, about alcohol in another podcast. So, you know, I assure you I will talk about alcohol, but just not today. Now, when I mention that protein is the most thermogenic macronutrient, I mean that Thermogenic basically means that your body burns more calories in order to digest the or break down the macro. So yes, you can actually burn more calories digesting certain foods over others. Case in point, protein. Protein is also the most satiating macro. So that basically means that it helps quell hunger better than the other macronutrients, including, you know, fat and even fibrous carbs. And the reason for that is because it's so thermogenic. All right. Now, as you've probably already experienced, if you've ever been on a diet, managing your hunger is how you basically make your diet more successful because no one wants to be hungry. (laughs) And the reason, or excessively hungry, I should say, because hunger is a normal feeling you should be feeling throughout the day. Now, that being said, no one wants to feel hunger. No one really wants to, to have that feeling, especially throughout the day, because then what happens is then you're diving into the box of Oreos, cookies, you know, crackers, usually processed foods that are mostly, you know, carbs and fats, because you're trying to quell your hunger. And, you know, that's why dieting can be so up and down and such a yo-yo event for a lot of people. It's because they're not able to manage their hunger effectively. Now, because protein is so satiating, that makes protein, that basically means that protein also helps with managing and preventing those cravings that you get when you're dieting. I swear it's true. (laughs) Now, uh, especially for, you know, the the menstruating individuals who are listening, um, if you ever experience cravings, try to eat more protein, especially around that time of the month, and just see what a difference it makes. Now, when you eat adequate protein for your lifestyle, you'll often have less cravings overall, especially if you're eating enough to support your lifestyle, activity levels, overall training, and 
I'll basically discuss learning how to determine how much food you need to eat in a future podcast, like overall calories and things like that. So stay tuned for that. But for now, protein gets the limelight for this podcast. So let's talk about how much you need. Now, the amount of protein that you need is dependent upon a variety of different things, but primarily your body composition, which is more or less your weight and your height and your lean body mass, as well as your medical history, your current health, because that's really important. And I'll talk about that in a moment. Why? Uh, as well as your goals, in addition to the type, intensity, duration, and frequency of your physical activity or whatever sports you perform or basically how you stay active. Now, full disclosure, there is the recommended daily allowance, which is also known as the RDA. So you've probably heard of the RDA before, and I'll talk about this a little bit more right now. So the current RDA is 0.08 grams per kilogram of body weight. Now, for those of us who don't follow metric measurements, that's basically around, you know, 0.36 grams per pound of body weight. Okay. So not a ton. Um, now, you know, the RDA is simply, it's basically the amount of protein that you need to meet your basic nutritional requirements for a lot of the adult population, but not everyone. And that's the key thing to outline and I'm going to outline today in the podcast. So, you know, I mean, heck, there was even some studies done about 10 years ago that have even shown that the RDA is inaccurate because if you were to apply an accurate statistical analysis of the data, it it actually should be even more. So you should be even getting maybe closer to, to one gram per kilogram of body weight. But I won't go down that rabbit hole and I won't get too nerdy here. I'm just going to try to keep it pretty basic because you all know I can get pretty nerdy, especially if you know me in real life. <laughs> now, if you do want to increase your muscle, studies show that you also need to eat more than the RDA for sure. And I'll definitely dive into that too. And keep in mind, like I mentioned earlier, you know, some people need more protein than others, um, especially those that are breastfeeding, pregnant, and who are extremely active or considered athletes. So studies have definitely shown that we need more than the RDA. Cases in point here, if you're sedentary, you should actually be aiming for about 0.54 to 0.82 grams per pound. Metric folks, that's 1.2 to 1.8 grams per kilogram. And that's just if you're sedentary. So that's even higher than the RDA right now. If you're at a healthy weight range, you know, per your doctor and things like that, and you're active and you also want to maintain your current weight, then you should aim for about 0.64 to 0.91 grams per pound or about 1.4 to 2 grams per kilogram. If you're at a healthy weight and you're active and you want to build muscle, so you want to get swole, then you're going to want to aim for 0.73 to 1.1 grams per pound. That's about 1.6 to 2.4 grams per kilogram. But studies have also shown you can have up to 3.3 grams per kilogram if you're an experienced lifter especially, and you want to minimize any fat gain while bulking because we all, anyone who's bulked, myself included, has, you know, some fat gain is necessary because you are eating beyond what you're burning that day and what you need that day. Now, 
You want to minimize your fat gain though when you're bulking because you don't want to bulk, 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 and then have a ton of fat that you have to that you have to shred through. So now if you're a healthy weight and you're active, but you are seeking a little bit of fat loss, then you should be aiming for again the same 0.73 to 1.1 grams per pound or 1.6 to 2.4 grams per kilogram. Last but certainly not least is if you're overweight or you're obese you should aim for about 0.54 to 0.68 grams per pound or 1.2 to 1.5 grams per kilogram. Now this is using your total body weight, not necessarily your lean mass, especially if you're overweight or obese, okay? And then a couple of more pointers that I want to bring out is that if you are pregnant, like I said earlier, you're going to need some more protein. So you should be aiming for about 0.77 to 0.82 grams um, per pound or 1.7 to 1.8 grams per kilogram. That's at a minimum. And then if you're breastfeeding, you should aim for at least 0.68 grams per pound or 1.5 grams per kilogram. All right. Now, what about you vegan or mostly plant-based individuals? So for you folks, it's going to be a little bit different because you're actually going to need a little bit higher, yes, higher protein than what I just outlined because what I just outlined is it's considering that you're getting meat, that you're getting all of the amino acids that you can get from, you know, the proteins that you're consuming. And generally that comes in the form of meat, dairy, and things like that, which we'll talk about in a moment. But you know, unfortunately, plant-based proteins are less bioavailable, um, which means basically it's because of their amino acid profile, but it basically means that your body doesn't utilize the protein in the food as effectively as animal-based proteins. Now, before you get your knickers in a knot, (laughs) I am not saying you should not be vegan or plant-based. I'm not saying that at all. I used to be plant-based. Um, technically I'm plant-centric, but I used to be a vegetarian and I was a vegetarian for years and I have many clients who are vegan or vegetarian. So, you know, I'm not saying that you should not be vegan or plant-based, please. Um, I am, however, saying that you should strongly look at your protein intake, especially if you're noticing that you're not recovering well, sleep is poor, or performance is reduced for you. Okay. Especially if you're an endurance athlete. Now, looking at all of these numbers that I just went through, I know it was a lot and you probably glazed over and you maybe hit the back button a couple times. Most people should basically aim for 0.73 to 1.1 grams of protein per pound of body weight, generally speaking. And this is what I usually have for most of my clients, myself included. Now, you know, in terms of like percentages, that's basically taking your body weight and multiplying it by 73 to 110%. Example, I'll use myself. <laughs> so I'm right around 120 pounds. I, I mean, I have no idea. My weight fluctuates between 115 to 122. Okay. So we'll just say 120 pounds. I'm female and I need 88 to 132 grams per day. I usually aim for about 130 to 140 grams per day because I am 41. I am active and I do notice that I function better at a little bit of a higher protein intake, but that's just what I notice. Um, 
I also mountain bike. I'm, I'm just active. I lift a lot of weights and I'm also right now going through a gaining phase. So I'm trying to increase my muscle, try to get swole. Now of note, you know, I do want to go ahead and point this out because it is incredibly important, especially when I mentioned earlier, your medical history and your current health, a higher protein intake has been shown to speed up kidney damage in those who have kidney disease. All right. This is not if you have a healthy kidney function. So if you're healthy, kidneys are good, you're good to go. Cause that is by far the most popular question I get is, you know, doesn't higher protein damage your kidneys? So next question. All right. So the next question you probably have is how do you get this much protein, which I'll go ahead and review in a couple of minutes. Basically lean meats, seafood, shellfish, you know, eggs, dairy, obviously supplements, but supplements should just be that they should be a supplement. They shouldn't be the main source of protein for you. Now, those are generally the best sources of protein that have the ideal amino acid profiles that I talked about. This is, this basically means that they have leucine, which is an essential amino acid. So essential means your body needs it. Um, and basically, you know, this is meat. These products that I just listed have enough leucine that your body basically needs to perform protein synthesis and protein synthesis, which you probably have heard, you know, in the news and things like that is basically the process in which your cells make proteins and, you know, it's responsible for cell function, overall cell structure, and even in the process of building muscle. Okay. Now I'm going to give you some examples of, a, of how you can get around 30 grams of protein, including, you know, a variety of foods. These are not plant-based options. That can be a whole other podcast, but this will at least give you some ideas. And, you know, hopefully this kind of makes it easy for you to kind of understand what 30 grams of protein looks like. Now, keep in mind, some of this does, some of these items that I'm going to list do have more fat than others. So keep that in mind based on your goals. Okay. Five eggs, two eggs plus three egg whites. That's 30 grams of protein. Two eggs plus two egg whites plus two thick cut slices of bacon because bacon, (laughs) that's 30 grams. Chicken breast. So you're looking at about three and a half ounces of cooked or just under five ounces of raw. Uh, Obviously don't eat this meat raw, please. But that's going to be 30 grams. Uh, chicken thigh, which tastes, of course, a lot better than chicken breast meat, is about 5.6 ounces raw or 4.2 ounces cooked. Okay. Flank steak, uh, which is pretty similar to strip. Strip obviously does have less fat, but flank ha- is about 5.2 ounces raw or 3.9 ounces cooked. My personal favorite is ground bison. I get about 90% lean ground bison. Love it. I eat it every week. 5.6 ounces raw or 4.2 ounces cooked. Now that is the same as ground beef at 90% lean. Now keep in mind that even though ground beef and ground bison have the same protein, please keep in mind that bison is a lot leaner. Okay. Shrimp. Shrimp's about six ounces raw or four and a half ounces cooked. Same thing with salmon, six ounces raw or four and a half ounces cooked. And last but not least, if you kind of want it to hodgepodge together a few items, you can do four ounces of Icelandic yogurt, which Icelandic yogurt is great. I think it actually tastes better than Greek yogurt. And um, you can add a protein bar into that, like an RX bar, plus even some bison jerky or whatever your favorite jerky is. And that's about 30 to 35 grams of protein. So 
listening to all of this, you'll basically see that roughly around three to four ounces of cooked meat and about five to six ounces of raw meat is what you need to get around 30 grams, okay? Now, hopefully, my hope is that this podcast basically gave you a better understanding of protein's importance, how much you should aim for each day, and how to get that much protein into your diet. So if you have any questions, please shoot me an email. My email is jen at shifthumanperformance.com, and that's J-E-N, so one N, or message me on Instagram. Find me at Shift Human Performance, and I'm more than happy to help answer any questions. But here's to better managed hunger and cravings, as well as better overall performance and body composition. Good luck.